Hello and welcome to show 67 of the Over 35s podcast. Uh, I'm the daddy and with me tonight we have Chinny. Hello, hello, hello. I don't have any funny intros. Like people have funny intros. I don't people have any. nerds have funny intros. True. This is true. I'm cool. So I just yeah. should go. Sup. Yeah. You're just you're just funny anyway, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, and did you notice I didn't do the Dragon of Death thing? I've given up on that. Yeah, yeah we just gotta let it go. No, no, it's it's just not sticking at all. Nice no, try no, that, Duke. No. Not working. No, I try. No, I even no, the shot. Yeah. Not working. And we've got the Duke. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> That is one of my favorite films ever. Oh, that's so beautiful. We like that. I'm liking those. I'm liking them. <laughs> yeah. Better than the foreign languages. Yeah, well, that was yeah. fun for a while, but, you know, you got you to gotta keep it fresh. Keep it popping. That's it. I like it. I like it. Very yeah. funny. Right. <laughs> I like it. We like that. You've got to better that next week. That was good. Uh, um, I don't know. It's hard to go up from there. I know. Where do you go? Where do you go from there? Um, yeah, Chini, I need a serious talk with you this week to start us off. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is this about that lottery dude? Yeah, I, I didn't. All right, I'm just gonna go away for a few yeah, minutes. You just Let me go, go away. I, I, I did not stick to my seeds, and I, and I watched it all the way through. I, I felt a bit sick, but but right. I definitely didn't stick to my seat. So come on, what did you stick to your seat? Let, let's talk about what we're talking about. So we're talking about Darren Brown. We are talking about Darren Brown. Darren Brown uh, tried to make everyone stick to their seat. Me and the missus tried to. Uh, Stick to uh, our seats, and you tell you what. Right, when I was watching the video, that allegedly makes you stick. It, it did something weird to me. It definitely like did something. Really? Uh, what? A hard on or something? Uh, right? No, no. <laughs> that was later on. But like, there, there was like some weird kind of like. I don't know. My vision was getting all weird, and I was like, I could see how this could make people trip out or something. It was it was very strange the video, but I didn't stick to my seat. Um, Tara didn't stick to her seat, unfortunately, so I stapled her to the settee, um, <laughs> where she still is now. Well, before you started, she would have put some super glue, squeezed some on the yeah, seat. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then she would have never known. She'd have been but like, like oh, there, there, there's, I mean, Scott Mills was talking about it on Radio 1 today, and he was like, you know, pit, whatever, and stick to your seat, rubbish. And then somebody rang in and says, yeah, I didn't believe it, and my husband believed it, and he didn't get stuck, but I did, and stuff. So I think, I think it is true. I think, well, know. there was. I did notice as the, as the show was playing, there were some subliminal stuff. Did you see the the flash up of the woman sat on a seat? That happened a couple of times before the actual video. Uh, yes, I guess. like I, a black I, white picture of a woman I sat on a seat. But I think things like you know how he got that woman to pick a zebra throughout the story. I think that things like that are, are true, and I, I do believe that Darren Brown can do what he what he does. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to have believed the the tramp thing, you know, where they're all stuffing twenty pound, you know, oh, twenty right. pound notes into his cup, you know, like eight hundred quid or something. Sucks, yeah, too. yeah, because and the pair of shoes, and a pair of shoes, yeah. a pair of shoes. But do you know, oh, I find it so hard to accept that any of it's so. A lot of people do. That's what. That's why a lot of people say, "Oh, he's just like he's just a fix." Like it's so much easier to to say it's a fix and. I don't know. There, there are a lot of things that are, are cons, but I, I do believe that Darren Brown does. Do those things. I think sometimes. I think sometimes. But it's all about deception as well. Like you know, like at the end of when he predicted the lottery, he says, um, "If I was to fix it, which I didn't, um, this is how I would have done it." And he's trying to he's trying to make people who who are very easy to say that it's all a fix say it's a fix. 
you know, and he he's very good at like tricking you and and stuff like that. And uh, I, I think that I, I actually think that he can do it. And um, I, I was a bit gutted that I didn't stick to my seat, but I will try it again. <laughs> well, have you have you recorded it just to have another go? Yeah, yeah, but you'll not you'll not stick. It's bollocks. You've um, got anyway. to do it in a, like, a dark room and stuff. So. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> let's bring Duke back in because I believe you've got some non-gaming stuff to get out of the way before we carry on. Duke. Duke. Uh, Duke. Uh, what? What? I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have you been stuck off. on your... Are you stuck to your seat? Is that the truth? Uh, He's on the edge of yeah. his seat. He's on the edge <laughs> of his seat. Right, come on, Duke. Get your non-game-related stuff out. around the gymnasium. <laughs> okay, so you know how... Uh, once upon a time, we were talking about there's some festival you went to, Chinny, and you were really? all talking about. I asked what the best performer was, and you were like, Pendulum or whatever it's called. And you yes, were like, You'd yeah. like them, you should check them out. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I checked them out, and I got to say, it. Uh, <clears throat> you were right. They're awesome. I really <laughs> like them. It's, <laughs> it's really excellent. I play it like in class, and students are like, What is this? I'm like, Freaking pendulum, dude! <laughs> and it's really good for kill zone because it's all about like we're on another planet and this and that and uh, yeah, it's hardcore. It's, it's are you are you actually into it? Are you, are you into <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, no, I really am. It's great. I really like it. Cheers for the recommendation. Yeah, so now you've each given good. me one. Stu told me about the new prodigy, and Chin told me about pendulum. So there you go. Well, there pendulum are the are the theme tune to Motorstorm. So oh yeah, yeah, one of the they're one of the main tracks. On, they're playing the menu. There you go. They are pretty impressive, I have to that say. That was them, like, note for note. Yeah. I must say, like, the, I guess their most recent album has a little more of the kind of like, you know, uh, lots of vocals and just sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. not as into that as I am the sort no. of driving, you know, sort of harsh drum it's and bass. very sort of drum and bass, you know, is really yeah, yeah. heavy stuff, though. Um, yeah, yeah. As, we, as we're talking about music, actually, that brings me on to something that I meant to bring up last week, and then because of our, we, we did have some website issues because it was offline and I couldn't get to all the stories. The whole show was screwed up. It was. It wasn't great last night, last week. say that. Yeah. Not at all. But, but it turned out to be a good show. I mean, you know, your editing skills were in uh, yeah. well performed. Come on. Oh, Stuart, Stuart doesn't like to blow his own horn. They have to, <laughs> I know. Seriously, you wouldn't know, would you? They have to be <laughs> yeah. in serious uh, form last week. Yeah, it yes. took me a while. Okay. So anyway, you were going to anyway. say. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came across a story about DJ Hero. Now, right. now Daft Punk are apparently on board as well. Yep. And they're going to do 11 exclusive remixes. Yeah. See, I don't know why, like, a, especially with DJ Hero, I don't know why a techno group would not get involved with that. Because it's a great way to get your stuff out there, especially breaking out of the sort of tiny little subculture that follows that sort of music obsessively. And you can get to a wider audience. It's like Guitar Hero, I don't, you know, in rock band. Why wouldn't a band try to get their stuff out there? And they've got some good stuff on there, but I'm still not. I must admit, I'm still not convinced about this game. That it's well, the game looks like a little stupid. I mean, I saw some people yeah. playing it. And it just, you know, there's all sorts it looks of questions. Hard. About, it looks really yeah. There's hard. questions about what what the the role of the DJ is and the difference between mixing and cross fading and remixing and all sorts of stuff. So we don't have to get into all that. But I have some reservations. I'm going to need to try it before I put any money toward it. Try it before you buy. Of course. Well, I've heard I've heard the turntable and the buttons are quite solid and good, but I've heard the crossfaders very wacky. Well, and the way it all works together is a little yeah. Too- and I've heard apparently it is it doesn't it doesn't feel very firm. There's no springiness to it. It doesn't automatically go back to the middle or anything. 
So apparently you can overshoot dead easy, especially when you're doing quite a fast track. I don't know. I'm still not convinced, I have to say. And for the money that I have to have a try, but I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to put my money down for it without having a try. As Duke says, you know, it's a lot of money to put down for a game that you're not sure about. But that's what Guitar Hero was, you know? Like no one really knew what it was. It was like, what is it? And and then when you play it, you're like, ah, I'll get it. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, shall we talk about real games? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, actually, just can I just say, just just on the note of music games, my family was round at the weekend. We went to watch the football. Went to watch, that's a proper football, you, you know, with a, a round. Yes, so, I understand. But they actually um, kick the ball. They actually kick it. Like, <laughs> just with your all foot? The time. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you kick it with your foot when yeah. you're playing football? I know how weird. You is mean that? once every four downs you kick it. No. Anyway, when we got back, we did break out the rock band The Beatles and yeah. normal rock, uh, Guitar Hero World Tour we sort of played a bit of as well. But yeah. I just wanted to say, I've actually progressed onto medium settings. And, <gasps> oh and, my God. I know, I know. And actually done okay. You know, I actually did... Uh, four fingers now. I know. And we did Hotel California and I did it on medium and I know it's not the fastest tune in the world but there's a bit or of or the you know, best song in the world yeah you know, it's alright though I like the solo bit at the end you know I like yeah. the solo and, and I got about 94% so I did sort of hey, not bad so I was like quite impressed with myself well, so, my missus my missus yeah. went to from easy to medium in a day that's how yes. that's how good she learned she she learned very fast and then she even did a couple hards and so what she, you're saying, uh, girlfriend's better than me, like that, because she's yes. a girl and I'm just... Yeah, she's better than you. Uh, I think he's obligated legally in every other way to yeah. say that she is better than you in every other way. She has got way. a gun to my head, as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> Taking me two years to get to that point. Uh, two years. It literally did take just like a, a day to get to medium. Yeah. I think the jump from easy to without. I mean, without trying to, di- you know, dump on your achievements. Yeah, cheers, yeah, thank you. Whatever, you know. Look, I'm whatever. old. I have no coordination in my fingers. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The arthritis really acts up. Absolutely. But you know, the, the jump from easy to medium is, I think, significantly less challenging than the jump from medium to hard. Because when you bring in that fifth button, the whole yeah. game changes. You yeah. got to move. When you, hand when you first see an orange, you freak Watch. out. You, your brain yeah. just collapses. Look, and... I've tried Yellow Submarine on on Expert. Um, that and I got 20% in, I'll have you know. <laughs> really? Oh my god, you are terrible at music games. I'm terrible, alright? I can't move my fingers. So I'll just say this, for those I'm who are looking to go from medium to hard, let me give you this. Keep your four fingers on, keep your pinky on the orange and the other fingers where they would normally be, your index finger on red, and then move up to the green whenever you need to, but then so keep slide it back me. down to orange. My hands are quite small, I only have small hands and short uh, stubby fingers. Well, they're not uh, stubby. Just like short. Lisa Simpson. Yeah, in so I'm not meant to play a guitar. You know, you see these. I bet, I bet you've got freaky long fingers, haven't you, Ginny? Well, I do play the guitar. Exactly. I bet you can do that thing where you curl your thumb over the top. You know, that weird uh, well, stuff. Well, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah you see. You, <laughs> you mean have an opposable thumb? Yeah, you're <laughs> got one of those weird. Oh. <laughs> I can't even pick up this pen with. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> He's got freaky fingers. Uh, but yes, we had a lot of fun, I have to say, belting out the songs. We, we just did some singing, you know, just two you know, I'll, I'll quickly talk about Rock Band uh, again. Um, in, that was clearly, like, you know, the, the Abbey Road part of the game? Yeah, yeah. They, they was clearly taking drugs. They're always uh, taking drugs. I like, but, like, because the, the, the video in the back is them in the studio just kind of jamming along. And then when, you know, um, Yellow Submarine kicks in or whatever... 
they're just in this trippy kind of weird video, and I'm like, ooh, and then I am the walrus. Right, and then they kind of <laughs> come down at the end of the song, and I'm like, oh, you know. So it's just, I reckon that was kind Beatles. of, I reckon that was a, yeah, they even let Ringo sing some tunes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, pull Ringo off the ceiling with a rage to sing. Didn't he? Those... Didn't he write Yellow Submarine as well? Yeah, well, yeah. he sang. He definitely sang it. But yeah, I, he sings I, it. I, he sings it. But I'm sure yeah. he wrote it as well. They did let him write and sing the occasional one. Ringo, Ringo, Ringo but... was the the popular one. My dad told me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ringo, well, my dad told me, and he was around in the '60s, unlike me. But he said that Ringo was the uh, well, John and Ringo was the the popular ones, and George was a bit boring, and Paul was a bit. And, and I don't know whether I can see the girls screaming for Ringo, really. I know, yeah. He's, he's got a huge really, conk, can he? You know he has got a massive conk. It's like a clown nose. If you put a bit Ringo, of red paint on the end, he'd be sorted, wouldn't he? Ringo looks better now than he did back then. You know? Yeah, he you does. Pictures, yeah, you know, you see, he kind of looks cool now. But like back then, oh my God. But Paul McCartney looks the same, but melted. Yeah, I was actually thinking like, that's kind of weird you say that. He looks like he's melted a little bit. Anyway, shall we talk about anyway. some proper games? Yeah, yeah proper nobody game. cares about rock now. Proper games. So I was playing Dance Hero. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> DDR. What have you been? Have you been playing anything new this week? Maybe well, I know you have. What are you I've talking been, about? I've been that? Lots of things that are new. I love See, that's all that. set up. Don't even bother pretending. <laughs> you don't care what you were playing. What have you been playing, Stu? No, what have I been playing? No one what? cares what I've been playing, Stu. What have you been playing? I, if you want to know what I've been playing, see last week's show, because it's the same is thing. Is it the same thing? I've, I've been playing Uncharted 2. <gasps> but I thought that's not available yet. Well, it is. Only, only to people who pre-order from either GameStop in America, which the offer's still on, if you want to get in there. But it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, what, three days ahead of time now? Yeah, no, it's the, the third, September, 30th, so, so it's another another ten weeks. days or so before it, nine days. All white. Um, pause it down in a game that I'm not sure I want to get. Well, I tell you, you must you're be mental. Get you're it, man. mental if you don't get it. You'll be mental if you don't get it. Um, I get it eventually. Yeah, so I have been playing it uh, and yes. play.com in this country. Play.com. Okay, so what surprised you the most about the demo? How good it is. I think. Yeah altogether is just how that it felt like they put a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of thought into the multiplayer you know it, it doesn't feel anything like tacked on uh, you know there's, there's absolutely like that what's tacked on <laughs> but you know you know these <laughs> days you and I, and I think it especially applies to a game that starts off as a single player only, and then when they release the second one, they add a, add a multiplayer just for the hell of it. shock. Yeah, comes to mind, although we don't know that's going to be crap, do we? You know, that might be okay, we don't it looks know. looks crap. The single player looks crap this time. I know, but well, right, anyway. Okay, let's stay focused <laughs> right. on one game Let's stay focused. Focus. Okay, Uncharted 2. So, okay, what are the game modes for multiplayer? Okay, game modes. The game modes we have... We have team deathmatch. There isn't any free for all, so it's only team deathmatch. Five on five, which do you know what is a really nice number of people for an orgy? (laughs) Yeah, five (laughs) on five. Um, Yeah, it doesn't get too overcrowded. Two teams Uh, in an orgy. (laughs) (laughs) You're on the red. It doesn't get. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get too overcrowded. Uh, Um, It's more tactical. And I assume the boards aren't so big that you wander around trying to find other people. No, the maps... Because 5 on 5 would have made me nervous on, like, COD 4 or something, because they're so big maps. Yeah, no, the maps are really cool. There's uh, Plaza, um, which is sort of like a a middle-of-a-town-like market area. 
is what it actually was like. There's, there's sort of lots of cover around, you know, plenty of sort of trucks, barrows, bits of wall, barricades. Um, there's plenty of higher bits where you can climb up and sort of snipe from. So there is some good camping spots if you're into that sort of thing. You want to snipe people from above. Um, there's lots of sort of little alleyways at the back. It's, it's the, the very well-designed maps. They're fairly symmetrical. They're fairly symmetrical, but they're, they're just really well designed. Well, are there different right. ways to get to the point you're trying to get to? Because that cheeses me off about multiplayer games sometimes, is that you're trying to – there's only really one way you can go, and then the enemy just sits there and mows you down in the hallway or whatever. Oh, God, no. There's there's absolutely you, – you, you obviously, you can go left or right. And Talking about bottlenecks. Uh, yeah, oh, there's, yeah, there's not really anything like that. No, they're all fairly open. Well, Lots good. of, but there is little alleyway, so you can sneak up on people. And, and what's really cool, you can do stealth kills in the multiplayer. So if you if you sneak up behind someone and then you press the melee button, it'll go into mm. a little animation where you break the neck. That's cool. Drop right. them down, instant kills. What does the other person see when they just see like you're dead now? Or no, you see, see the you see their arms come around your neck, so you pretty nice. much. And there's nothing you can do. You can't. It's an instant kill, so you That's can't cool. stop it happening. Um, but also, if someone's up on a high bit and you get on the ledge and you don't see, you can pull them off and drop them to the death, so you can chuck them off. So you can just a bit, like in grade school. Yeah, just like Assassin's Creed. You know when you saw the animation of that, so that happens as well. Yeah. In the team deathmatch, there's actually uh, sub games within that different modes. So there's team deathmatch standard. Then the ones I've come across so far, there's team deathmatch RPGs only, which is a lot like uh, Rockets in Halo. Oh, not role playing games. No, yeah. um, but basically you just blast the shit out of each other, and it's really yeah. good. Really a we lot. Do of that fun. with the over thirty fives on COD Four sometimes. I know. Yeah, really a lot of fun. It's but my favourite mode is pistols and grenades. So all you have are pistols and grenades and nothing else. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. so much fun. It is cool. so much fun. Because, and the, the other thing with pistols and grenades, because everybody's exactly got the same weapons, it yeah. really is about being accurate, you know, to get the kills. Well, not with the grenades. It's not about being accurate. No, but grenades are, are pretty... They don't kill you outright, grenades. Not unless they land more or less on your foot. You mm. know, they'll... they'll not you down, but they don't always... Unless they're right, really right next to you, they don't. So that's quite good as well. They're not sort yeah. of, you know, one... They're not instant kills if it gets somewhere near you? No. They have well, to that's good for you when you're having grenades thrown at you, but not so good, I suppose, if you manage to... Like when you see three people in the distance, you're like, Oh my god, i got to get a grenade in there! And then you do, and you don't kill anybody. That's annoying. And the other thing is, because, because of the way that the, the movement works, there's jumping, but there's also rolling as well. So you can roll away pretty quickly. You know, That's you, nice. Like, that was in the Star Wars Battlefront games, and I really wish another game would come back with that. Yeah, so there's jumping and rolling, and obviously you can go into cover like Gears of War. So it's more it's more like Gears of War if they had to compare it to anything else in the way that it, it actually works. Um, and then there's the village, which is another map in setting a little sort of m- like Mexican village. It but it's like. actually current modern day, and the yeah. villagers think that it's the past times. But... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's something else. Yeah, that's that movie. Um, Ice Cave, which is probably my favourite. Ice cave, which is an. Oh, yeah. uh, Let me yeah. guess, it's a cave made out of ice. No, it's lots of caves made out of ice, but again, yeah. there's three levels to it. So there's a really high upper level, then there's a middle and a, and a lower level. So, yeah. And again, lots of little tunnels, lots of places you can come out at, you know, somewhere else and sneak up on people. Uh-huh. Is, the, is the environment destructible at all? Some of it is, yeah. There's like crates, boxes, those sorts of things. Well, so, but like ice, the ice cave, you can't like blow a hole in the ice. No, no, is it's that... not like no, it's not like Battlefield. It's not uh-huh. that sort of game. 
That's fine. I don't mind not having the destructible environment. Stu, what I want to know is, Stu, what I want to know is, like, because uh, Uncharted, there's a, the big part of it is climbing things, getting to areas uh, high above and stuff. Is it hard to do that when noobs are trying to shoot you in the back? No, because again, it takes a little. It takes quite a bit to kill somebody. You right. know, it's it's not a straight. So is it like, uh, are people like bullet sponges, like Gears of War? <laughs> No, not quite that. It's about sort of in between that and Call of Duty 4. So you're sort of, yeah, you can get, if you get headshots, you'll kill someone pretty quick. But if you're just shooting him in the body... Have you been managed to to get away and climb things and get up there without being hassled? I have, yes. Because, again, the the only thing I would say, there's a a little bit of an issue with spawn camping. There is a little bit of that I've seen Mm. already. Where people are camping out at spawn. Well, that's what the beat is for, isn't it, surely? Yeah, I'm hoping they saw that I make them a bit more randomised. Yeah. Um, but that's just deathmatch on its own. There's so much more to talk about. So, you know, what else you want to know? I mean, there's other game modes. There's plunder, uh, elimination, and chain reaction. Which one of those do you want to know about? What's chain reaction? I can imagine what elimination is. Yeah, chain. Yeah, elimination is your typical just eliminate the other team, basically. Yeah. No respawn. Yeah, yeah, no respawn. First to three wins. So it's three out best of best of five. So first to three wins. Chain reaction is is your sort of your controlling the points basically and mm-hmm. um, one team has to control one to five and the other team has to control five to one so you uh-huh. sort of one starts at one one starts at five it's kind of like less... in uh, orange box what's that one? Oh, i can't think what it's called now team fortress 2 yeah i know what you mean but i can't think yeah, what the game one of the game modes in that is kind of like that yeah, so five to one, one to two, and more or less you end up meeting in the middle because yeah, you're both going for the final one at the same time. Right. So you're both going right. for one together, um, and that could. But the, what I found with that, it gets it's over quite quick. It doesn't mm. seem to last very long. So I wasn't overly keen on that. I have to say, yeah. uh, plunder's very good though. That's their version of capture the flag, plunder. Mm, but what's cool about their capture the flag, the where you have to take it to changes as well as where the flag. Spawns, which is a yeah, which is a golden idol. So basically, you have to pick up this golden idol, which is really heavy, and you move really slowly. But you can actually throw it ahead of yourself. So as you sort of run along, you you hurl it into the distance, then you go and pick it up again, and then hurl it again. Like a shot put. A little bit like that, yeah. And then when you get obviously get it back to the chest, wherever that is, it's sort of you get a nice little animation of him sticking it in the chest and closing the lid, you know. And then obviously you win that round. Um, but that was really good. That was really cool. Um, God, what else is? There's so much to talk about. So wait, uh, a when you're playing these, you're not all Drake, are you? No, no. There's there's multiplayer skins for villains. You play as villains as he and heroes. Yeah, but, but is anybody you, Drake? Yes, but you can end up with like say four Drakes on a team. Oh, I see. Which is, okay. which is quite funny because obviously yeah. everyone picks Drake. Right. Um, but you can buy. There's about I think there's about ten skins for each. Something like five or six are unlocked to begin with, and then you have to buy dealers with them. Now, when you say buy, you're talking about in the game. You're using in-game money, not real money. Yes, in-game money. Okay. So basically, you get dollars for every kill you do. You'll get dollars for if you uh, get a medal okay. in the game, and you'll also get dollars, obviously, if your team wins. So obviously, you can earn quite a lot by doing various things. Now, the medal scenes I mentioned, that that's really cool as well. I don't even know where to begin. You know, outside, I know, there's just You can only say that so many times. I know. But outside of the normal trophies in the game, there's actually medals within the multiplayer for doing various different things in the games. And it also, you get a total for each each time you do the same medal. So you'll then on the, 
because on the on Naughty Dog's website, there's actually a stats thing where you can go and sign in, and then it'll tell you all your stats for the games you've played so far. So you get that as well. So there's a huge sort of thing on Naughty Dog which tells you all the medals you've got, how many kills you've got, what your kill-death ratio is. So there's all of that on the site. I don't even, you know, then there's a co-op mode. Three player, I believe. Yes, up to three players. I've only played one of them, though. I know what they both are, but I've only played uh, the objective one, which was very, very cool. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you. All I can tell you is this is probably the most fun I've had playing the multiplayer for a long, long time. Do you worry that it's going to get less fun when it's open to the entire public? And maybe this is just the, the hardcore people right now. They're mostly adults. No, know. do you know what? I don't think so. But the one thing I would say, there's more people talking on this than I've heard on any other game I've played on the PS3. You That's know, there's a, there's a lot of people with mics playing, a lot of people chattering while you're playing. Um, it's got a, a fully-fledged party system. Which works. Good, good, good. So, so is it base, easy to uh, invite your friends to the party? Abs- absolutely easy. So good, basically, when you get into good, the good. startup screen, you just press triangle and it just brings up your friends list and you just click on people and send the invites out. Nice. And how about the matchmaking? Is that fairly simple and straightforward? Matchmaking, Wait. considering the first time I played, which was last week, the first time there was only 193 people online at yeah. the time, I had about four matches and it probably took, it did take a little bit of time, probably about. 30 seconds to a minute, maybe, to to match up, because obviously there weren't that many people on, but since then there's been as many as four or 5,000 people playing, and sometimes it's really quick, and sometimes it does take a little bit of time, but the most I've waited... Is it Gears of War time? Gears of War 2? Long? No, it takes about... Is it... (laughs) The most I've probably waited is probably two minutes, I would have said maximum time, but usually it's between 30 seconds and a minute, I would have said. Did you ever do SOCOM? Because that, I realise that matchmaking is a nightmare. No. It's, it's, hopefully it's better than that. Oh, yeah. No, every, honestly, everything has worked. Another thing it does, I, ke- I keep thinking of all the cool things it does. If, if somebody's got a better connection for hosting, it'll migrate the host automatically. Nice. If the host drops out of the game, it migrates the host, so you don't, the game doesn't end or anything, so it just carries on with a new host. Um, what else can I tell you about it? It's got full custom games, so you can obviously customize every game to however you want it, time limits, number of kills. Most games are, are first to 50 kills, mm-hmm. uh, which which racks up pretty quickly in all honesty. Yeah, it uh, it automatically... That's the default on Killzone, and that gets over with quickly, and then you got to wait for the things to load, and that's kind of annoying. But No, this is quick. In between games, and in between games, you can party up. So you can mm, nice. also, if you've been playing with a load of guys that you're enjoying playing with, you just click on triangle again and it'll automatically uh-huh. party up with the people you've been playing with. Or is it X? I think it's X. Click Halo on X. does that. Halo yeah. does that. So yeah. That's, that's really I cool. Halo does that. It's really yeah. cool. Uh, then, it, then it has boosters. Then it has yeah, Halo boosters. has that. Yeah, I know. Boosters, oh, which, which are uh, their version of perks, basically. Right. Of perks. But booster sounds like drugs. Yeah, well, sounds like stealing things. It's sort of what what I would say. There's been quite a few complaints that they're not like you know, don't really make you that much harder than anybody. They don't make you invincible and Superman. No, they don't. Basically, oh, basically the fairly modest. There's quite a lot of them, but none of them do anything that would make it unbalanced. So you basically, for instance, one of them gives you a better aim from further away with a gun. So basically it just makes you more accurate when you're at a distance. Mm. One does the same with your pistol. One makes you climb quicker. 
So obviously, like you were saying earlier, if you're trying to climb up somewhere and someone's shooting at you, you can get up there quicker. Nice. Um, there's riot shields you can pick up in the game and use those and walk around. A bit like the Gears of War thing, you know, with yeah. the shields, and you can use those. Um, like so obviously that makes you move a bit quicker with that. There's one that makes you move quicker when you've got the idling plunder, so you can move a bit faster. So there's, they, they all give you a bit of an edge, but none of them really make it unbalanced so it's all if you came into that game say three months after it was released you would have no issues getting into the games and feeling like you were being shot to death every two seconds there would never be any of that i don't think um what else can i tell you there's the cinema mode which is really cool cinema mode which records sort of like halo 3 yeah it records the last 10 matches that you've had automatically and then you can go in them, you know, do them in slow motion. How good are they to make? Are they as good as the Halo 3 movie, Mike? Or are they... It's better than that. There's there's actually a, an actual machine. There's a machinima mode, machinima mode, ready, already in there. And it actually does green screen as well. So you can take the characters and objects out of the maps and put your own background. Wow. Wow. That's pretty fancy. Although yeah. that's not in the that's not in the multiplayer beta. So you I haven't seen up, that. Can, oh right, I was gonna say, can you upload them to like, somewhere like YouTube? Yes, so... you can do. Once you've done, you can. Up, I think you can upload them to your PC for editing afterwards. And, uh, mm-hmm. and also, it links up to uh, your Bluetooth headset. And right. when you you know talk the lines you want to do in your little homemade movie, it lip syncs with you on the screen. So Drake's right. mouth will move with yours as you. Right. Your mom is gay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you want to do I little want... movies. Chocolate milkshake. Chocolate rain. I don't know. I mean, I mean, and that's about it, really. Although there's so much. I mean, the online stats thing is really cool. I mean, I'd, I'd like to tell you what I've got, but it's a bit embarrassing, so I'm not going to. Oh, <laughs> come on. Now you have to tell us. <laughs> um, Three kills and 214 deaths. No, it's, it's about that sort of ratio, but more than that. I've had uh, 240 kills. Uh, 401 death, so not quite. That's, not so bad. That's just a 0. 0.5 KD ratio. Yeah, that had work. Yeah, 89 assists, kill death ratio 0. 0.59. Uh, 45 matches, 11 is the highest kills I've had in a match. 18 wins, 27 losses, one treasure captured, one territory, uh, seven territories captured. Yes. Yeah, I think that, I think that's uh, that's pretty much all we can all you can really say about. It. I think that's yeah. enough. I think yeah, that's I think enough. it is. I think that is enough. Let's I mean. That up. It's it's all I can it say. Sounds great though. I'm, I'm not like trying to cut you off because it sounds. No, I, I know that. Saying, like, I could go on all night. To be yeah, like, but it does sound like, like something I'll be interested in, and I think it's going to be. Uh, Kill sounds good, but like, well, you know, it's got a good multiplayer, but I don't think that like people stick to it as, as much. And yeah. uh, believe it or not, like SoCom is the most played multiplayer game on. On the PlayStation, and you know, and I love it. Socom's a great game, but the matchmaking is just, it drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think that like this could be a good mainstream um, multiplayer for PS3, and it, it yeah. does definitely sounds good. It's brilliant. I mean, I I can't tell you how impressed I've been. Really, it, I think it we get everything. that sense. But it's just everything works. You know, nothing I've found. There's been no lag. I've never been disconnected. There's not been any frame rate. You know, the game will come out now. It's lagging. I know. Yeah, right. It's going to be another right. Battlefield 40. <laughs> She's officially on all of us. <laughs> Go. Go. Right. You like movies about gladiators? Yeah. I got how many of those have you got tonight? There's four <laughs> from the movie. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Classic. So what have you two been up to? That's enough of me. 
What have you two been up to? What have you been up to, Ginny? Um, I've been playing Halo Wars. All right, yeah, cool. I saw that doing the co-op campaign. Yep. Well, well, to well, 2009. Well, welcome to uh, that joke, which was uh, like uh, <laughs> 2007, which I milked still. Right, yeah, what so, anyway, that was a bad joke as well. So uh, RTS, huh? RTS. Oh, I am. I, I, I'm not saying RTS is a bad, but I'm just bad at them. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, I, I can't play them very well because I'm stupid. And a friend of mine who's a big PC gamer says, you know, Halo Wars is stupid and dumb. I said, yeah, because you are a PC gamer, you have um, a brain the size of a city, and you can put a PC together, and you can play RTSs and weird games like that. Uh, so it, for him, it's a dumbed-down RTS. And, and I think that's a pretty good way of doing it, putting it. And that's not a bad thing, because for me, for people like me, I think it's great. But I'd never play this on my own. I think the co-op is brilliant. I've been playing this yeah. with my mate, Ben, and... We 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 love it. Like it, I I just can't I can't really follow it too much. I mean the cutscenes are amazing. Um, we're playing it on legendary straight from straight from the off, so it's brutally hard. Um, but it, I, well, th- with the difficulty actually, it seems to look sway because on the fourth mission we were struggling because it was like kind of time based. You had to get to the, like civilians into a, a convoy, um, pretty damn fast. And we couldn't get there fast enough, and we was like stressing out about it. And then I thought, well, if this is mission four, how the hell are we going to do all 15 missions? And we're on mission 10 now, and some of them were really easy. Like, there wasn't a matter of, you know, doing it really quickly. It was mm. kind of just take your time. And I'm really shocked about how different the missions are. Like, I, I really didn't expect, like, for me to like, kind of care what was going on, just kind of do the objective and move on. But uh, the, the missions are really varied. Like, there's escort missions, they're not bad ones like you like, do, but they're, they're actually fun. Um, there's ones where you have to put four rhino tanks uh, in line and you have to blow up this big shield thing and then it, you, you get like this death ray thing from above and it just kills everything. There's lots of different types. I, mean, I thought all the missions would be the same. I'm really shocked. Uh, Presentation-wise, brilliant. I'm liking it, but as I say, only in co-op, and um, I've yet to play four-player co-op. Uh, I've only played the campaign. I haven't done any of the skirmishes. I haven't done any multiplayer yet. But I, I really, I, th- think it's- I think there may be something about RTSs that benefits tremendously from co-op in a way that other, even other games don't do. Sort of because Kingdom for Keflings, admittedly, it's nothing like Halo Wars. It's only vague strategy. But you know, when you play it with some mates, it's it's completely it's really nice game because you have something else there. You know, you have people to you know remind you oh, do about this and let's take these rocks over here and all that. So I can see that being cool, uh, similar with Halo. It, it, what what we're doing is like I'm I'm the attacking guy, right? So I, I get all the the tanks and the the warthogs and the whatever the hornets and stuff, and I tell them where to go, what to shoot. And my yeah. mate Ben, he he's like all defense. He's all about the defense, and it it's seems to work pretty well. And it's 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 really good. Like so, I'll just say I need three tanks, and he's like, oh, I haven't got enough money. You know, stop blowing up all the tanks and stuff. And it's it's cool. <laughs> it's really cool. I, like, yeah. People say about uh, console controls on an RTS. I'm not having too much of a problem with it. Like I, I feel like I can get to where I need to go fast enough. And yeah, I, I feel like that. Um, selecting units, I'm, I'm a lot faster at it now. Probably not as fast as you would be on a PC, but I don't know any better. You know, I've played a few RTSs, and yeah. I, I never played them enough to kind of really get into them and hot keys and all this nonsense. So, yeah. I, you know, if I want to select some troops or certain troops, I can 
paint it with the A button and select them all, all of them all, the ones just on the screen. It's it's really cool. I, I think yeah. it shocked me. Like, I, I really didn't think I'd like it, but I do. That's me. I think they designed it though, and you've got to remember that up till now, this has been sort of Xbox's biggest exclusive this year, hasn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, it's sold really well. <laughs> or uh, only only exclusive this year. Yeah, it's but it's sold great. Like, I don't think people was expecting this to sell really well, and then, but they forget that it's Halo, and put the there's there's the thing with Halo, and you know, RTS is going to sell and all. This. Do you think it's a dumbed down RTS though, or do you think there's yeah. still enough depth for you? You're really into RTS players. Ah, there's, it's dumbed down. Like there isn't. I mean, there's uh, as far as what you can do, like in the game. There, there are a lot of uh, modes, like the, the skirmish, one v one. There's loads of maps, so there's lots of content there. But as in, as in, like depth, as in the gameplay, it, it is quite shallow. You know, it, it is that there isn't a lot of stuff to do. I mean, you get your resources, you can upgrade your resources. You get your warthogs, you can upgrade your warthogs. If you need to upgrade, you need um, this many resources and this many foundries or whatever. It's not that complicated, you know. And but see, that's good because then the complexity can come out of those simple beginnings, and that's what makes I think a game playable for me. You know, that sort of game is great if I can master the certain parts, and then you add on one more thing. Okay, and then we put it in this different context. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's just uh, uh, as I say, there is a lot in there. There's a load of maps. I, I quickly look on how many skirmish maps there are. There's a ton, um, and of course, there's multiplayer, and you you can replay the missions like Halo Three with skulls, and you've got to find skulls, and you've got to find these black boxes and unlockable. There is a lot to do in Halo Wars, and it. it, it when I say dumbed down, like if you play other RTSs, there's a lot more you can do in the game, in the actual game. But with this Halo Wars, there's a lot of stuff, like maps, modes, and things like that. But uh, yeah, as far as the gameplay, like it's just get some resources, get some upgrades, get some vehicles and weapons, and go mad. It does. I mean, it's not my thing, and I still don't think I'd pick it's it. Not up thing, though, yeah. It's not my thing, though, Stu. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's a rented game. It's and I, I love it. I, I would. I would get it on uh, for about twenty quid if I if I knew what I know now. Do you know it's funny? I mean, the guy who lives across the road from me, he bought an Xbox 360 the, for the first time this year. You know, whereas most of us are about four by now, and yeah. he he got that as one of the first games. He came, I think it came with the console. And right. he, he absolutely loved it. You know, he played it and he played it and he played it. And every time I went online, he was playing that game, you know? Right. There you go. There you so go. maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But that's that's mostly what I've been doing. I, I was going to start Dead Space, but um, it didn't happen on my phone. So what? How can you have was, that not play it? Well, I was, I'm trying to finish off GTA. I'm trying to finish Why are you playing GTA again? It's a great game, Stuart. Yeah, well, you've played three, what, three times? Is this your third time? You only time? don't like it because it's not a new game. You only like games that are not out. As soon as Uncharted 2 is out, you'll be like, I can't wait for, you know, uh, <laughs> the Bio next thing. Two. <laughs> you know, you only like games that are not out. Right? When, we uh, play, when, when Left 4 Dead first came out, the first week, when Left 4 Dead was out, it was fresh, you could still smell that weird plastic smell that I'm addicted to that gets me high on the case. We played it, and you was like, I can't wait for this game that's coming out. To- oh, well, Stu, we're playing Left 4 Dead. You can wait for this one. Yeah, should have played the game. That's because in Left 4 Dead, you can't see all the mi- relatively minor aesthetic elements that he's usually drooling over. <laughs> yeah. It's moving too fast. Yeah. It's too you know, dark. If you, if you hang just around, because, you just get killed. <laughs> GTA is like, 
a year old doesn't mean it's a bad game. There's still a lot to do, and I want to finish up all my side quests before the Ballad of Gay Tony comes out, because I can't wait. Yeah, that is looking good, I have to say. And I am, I am debating... Because it's not out yet. I, yeah, I'm debating <laughs> buying yeah, It's not out yet. I'm debating buying the double pack, you know, the the two... Yeah, I would. If you haven't picked up Lost in Dam, I would. I know, I'm thinking about it, but I'm just like, no, I don't know. Do you know, it's funny, actually, because I did put that up there, you know, when I did the finished off Fable 2. Yeah. I did put that up there as one of the choices on the poll as to what game I should finish. And I would have finished it. I had someone, you know, if I had it got picked, you know, Grand Theft Auto, I would have gone, I would have gone back and tried to finish it up. Yes, the fates were against you. I know, I know. I save them for, you know, those times when the, the missus is away or whatever and I've got some serious time I can put in, you know, because I think that sort of game, it needs a lot of commitment to play it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love um, it. Right, uh, yeah, so that's that's en- enough of that business. What are, what are you up to then, Do you, You've just been playing uh, Killzone, have you, a lot? I've Tony, noticed. Have you ever been in a, in a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been playing, yeah, Killzone. And, I need to jump in uh, that with you, dude, because I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's proper uh, good. The thing I like about it, and I didn't realize this was happening, is there's a, there's an option to choose... Search for games of people of my level or not, and it's relative grouping. So I was playing with people who were relative noobs, and it was fun. And I felt like I was easily killing people, and I was like, "People on this game suck." And then I got to a different, you know, I ranked up, and then suddenly I'm in with people who are really good, and I'm getting killed every five seconds. And sometimes when your team spreads out across the map a little bit, a new spawn point will open up, but if you spawn in it, there's a good chance there will be enemies just sitting there camping and destroying you. And they had this thing on the multiplayer. They had, they had these bots set up at your home spawn. So if your enemy tries to spawn camp you, these robots will basically tear them up. But there are apparently certain spots in the spawn where you can hide if you're in your enemy's spawn and just take them out as soon as they spawn. And the robots can't reach you because they're stationary robots. And it's just, oh, it's so annoying. Because sometimes people do that, so you just get spawned, can't slaughtered, spawn slaughtered, and and a lot of people aren't willing to run in order to get out of the spawn, and so it just becomes this cycle, and it's annoying. But whatever, that's a relatively minor part. A uh, little Final Fantasy VII again. Mm. And I'm trying to be I'm trying to be infamous because I want to I want, I'm I'm like trying to convince myself, okay, I'm gonna have one of each kind of game going at the same time because I don't want to let the games build up, and I have like 17 games. I'm sort of halfway through, so if I can beat Infamous soon, then I'll move on to the new Ratchet and Clank on PS3. I know it's not actually new, but it's new to me. So, because uh, I always love the Ratchet and Clank games. So. Yeah, that's okay. Actually, I did play that. I finished that. Yeah. I think at some point. Yeah. I in think time. they're funny and cute, and you know the graphics are great. So that'll be cool. And uh, yeah, so that's been it. I haven't really been on the Xbox. I'm sure people are uh, missing me over there. I know people are like you know lighting. No, candles. they're not. They're not. We, we started our own. We love. <laughs> Duke not being on the Xbox <laughs> Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I heard about that, but I'm, I thought it must have been a typo. We missed Duke being on the yeah. Xbox. No, They're all going, mean. Duke who? <laughs> yeah, Seriously, yeah. Duke, I, I'm going to have to get kills on and pop it in yeah, and yeah. Uh, okay. sort it out, because I, I, I really need to play that. Yeah. Have you? I thought you already had it. You just haven't played got, it. No, I didn't say that. I didn't have it, Stu. Uh, uh, but you said, I, I've seriously got to get it. As though you didn't no, so I've it. seriously got to play it. Ah, fair enough. I think, I think you should. Um, well, I think... At that point, we need to take a quick break. We'll listen Let's to Quanrian's uh, indie pick for this week. Right. Yes. And then we'll come back and uh, say what we think. He's, he's picked two this week. one sort of a main one, and then he's chucked a little one in for us as well. And which... I played both. Yeah, and I played both. Did you play both, Ginny? 
I couldn't find the other one. Like, what? It was uh, under, because it, it, it's under the, you, you're probably yeah, looking at the, uh, the headsman. Yeah, it's uh, I didn't find that one, um, but I did play Light's End. Right, go, so, go, let's, um, let's listen to what he says anyway. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrion on Xbox Live. This week I'll be reviewing Light's End. Light's End is a some may say overly simplistic adventure game that actually depends upon the character that you're playing as to progress the storyline. What makes this game different is you may actually consider this game a preview to the game Heavy Rain that is going to be coming out on the PS3 in that it forces you into different perspectives to progress the storyline in a meaningful manner. You're actually getting to know the different characters as you play as them and see the different conversations that they have. And while the game is quite linear, it does sort of have a feel to it where you don't get the feeling that you're playing a linear game. It more feels like you're kind of figuring something out, like you're working through a puzzle. So, you know, it could be said that most puzzles are linear, and in that same way, this game does have a very linear feel to it, but it disguises it very well. And the story itself is actually quite good. Uh, the story involves a mixture of things, religion, belief systems in general, and basically the uh, ideals of friendship and, you know, self-doubt and, and just pretty much all kinds of emotional aspects that you usually don't see brought up in video games because they're, they're not considered canon material. You know, we want to hear about people getting shot and blown up and, you know, this guy got his leg sawed off, you know, you don't really hear about meaningful emotional content in uh, storylines very much anymore where you actually feel like you're forming a connection with the characters and at least for myself I felt like I was getting more connected with each character I played as because their characters actually do develop the more you play through the game you see more of each aspect of these characters and their own unique perspective because while you're controlling them controlling them in an indirect manner and they still have their own personality and they're still going to do things the way they feel they should be done so you're kind of almost just there watching it happen and it's kind of a surreal experience the puzzles are pretty much composed of how you talk to certain people with other people and that pretty much composes the entirety of the gameplay and if you're really not into puzzles and you're really not into figuring things out you may not like this game but i still suggest giving it a shot and, and you know trying to figure out you know, what combinations of people will get things done just to really go through the storyline and because it really does have a nice emotional impact to it. I honestly can say I haven't felt this way about a game since probably Manhunt. In case Life's End is not your thing, you're not into adventure games, you're not into the more emotional or dramatic end of things, you may want to check out a nice little indie title for a dollar called The Headsman. While you are listening to the song, you also get to chop people's heads off who may at times begin to headbang while you are slicing their heads off, and the little heads drop down and fall into neat little baskets. So the trick of this game is to basically make sure the heads you are chopping off fall into the proper baskets. It's very grotesque, it's uh, quite obscene, and it's quite amusing. So for those of you that are more into the violent end of things, you may find this worth your dollar. But if you're not into the violence, and you're more into the emotional aspect and drama, and just old old-fashioned adventure games where they were more story-driven than anything else, you may want to check out Life Then because it's a genuinely good effort on the part of the developer to give us a really old-school adventure game with a, with a really unique perspective that is really kind of 
a insight into what Heavy Rain may turn out to be. So there you go. Well, he, he... I think I was going to say with with the with Quandrian's uh, feature, I think we should put another feature on the end of why Chinny doesn't like it. <laughs> well, he feel, he's starting to feel a bit that way. I must admit, he's uh, <laughs> bless him. You know, he is trying his best to find a game you like on there. And, I have and told I him think... this um, in, in well, in text to text in the shirt box on the site. He's fighting a losing battle within the games. <laughs> so I, come I on, think then. I messed up. I think I played a different game because I didn't have any emotional connection or <laughs> I didn't experience any puzzles. I mean, admittedly, I only played the preview until the little screen came up saying, that's it, you're done playing this game now. But when I was playing Light's End, I got to the part where the pouty, angst-filled, suicidal teenage girl yells at her father with three exclamation points, and I started thinking, come on. Three exclamation points? Did a 12-year-old pouty, suicidal teenage girl write this game? <laughs> Look, do you know? Do you know what? I mean, if you if you take it back down though, to you know, to what it what it started as, you know, they've they've actually taken some interesting things on it. You know, the way that you can transfer from one character to another. As long as you can figure out how to do that, it took me about two minutes to figure that out. Yeah, you just press Y, don't you? Pushing buttons over and over press, again. You have to get a certain y. spot. Yeah, you just press Maybe Y, just... don't you, when you're next to somebody. Um, but uh, but what you could do, and I, I probably should have mentioned this, you can actually reload it and it saves your progress, so you can actually carry on playing it from where you Well, you, you mentioned that, and it uh, said it on the game, and then I got done with the little three-minute preview, or however long it was, and I thought, let's see, do I want to go back to this game? Are there going to be more three exclamation point sentences? Probably. I got to tell you, I'm not, you know, I'm sorry. That's an example, and I know this is me being an English teacher. That's fine. But that's an example of why punctuation really matters. Because I just, I can't, I can't get into it. I'm like, give me a break. I mean, I thought it was quite an interesting. I was waiting to see a lols in there, like, (laughs) No, I don't think it's quite that bad. Uh, I mean, come on, Chini, what did you, so what did you not like about it? First of all, I'll put this on the table. I like adventure games. All right? Yeah, me too. Um, I like puzzle games. What puzzles me about this adventure game, you know what I did there, um, is why the writing is terrible. All right, who the hell is she talking to when she goes into the cave? She goes on for five paragraphs about, you know what, you know, like uh, my dad can go stab himself, right? Um, and who's she talking to? No one. She's talking to herself. She's talking that, to the knife, man. Right, and then no, she walks up to the knife and she's like, I should just do it. I should just kill myself. <laughs> Because right. that's what I think when I see a knife in the middle of a cave. When when the uh, the whole cave's like shaking and stuff, she says to her dad, I don't want to die, get me out of here. And then when they, everything's fine, she goes, oh, why don't you just leave me here to die? I was like, you're not that's very because consistent. she's a pouty 13-year-old, man. She, uh, know, yeah, she was God. fickle, changed her mind. Yeah. And, like, the, the thing is, I'm a big believer in, uh, I don't know if you guys agree, with in games, story in games, right, I like them to kind of be trickled to me. Like, I, I think, like, less sometimes can be better when you're delivering story. Like, Portal was a great example. Like, you had no yeah, idea what yeah. he was going into. Uh, what, what would you, 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 would you agree, Stu? Yeah, no, I do, I do sort of agree, but I, I don't right. know how far... Without, without a paragraph into... answer, come on. Yeah, right. no, I do, I do agree. You know, I, you I prefer of, that, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, okay. Okay. Does, I hate to be a broken record, without but... Without a paragraph... Just... Without a paragraph answer, Stu, I heard you say but. No, but okay, but. go on then, carry <laughs> on. Uh, because this, um, when you get to the second part where you're in bed or wherever and everyone's going, because your mother's dead! Right, well, I was like, ooh, this game's so deep, her mom's dead. Um, 
that there's just walls and walls of text. Well, not walls, but that there's just a lot of text to go through. Uh, and then some women do a dance in a, around a fire for some reason. No, it's, it's her and her friends, isn't it, to get rid yeah, of Yeah, well, that makes it possible, and that's fine. Because her dad's <laughs> been beating her up or something. I've, I've got to say, they did try and do some quite interesting stuff with it. I, I don't know, they've been beating her up. Uh, look, uh, there are a couple of witches or whatever. Like, it, it's like Lost Odyssey, the way they delivered their story. Just text, <laughs> oh, text, and text, and text. They could have done it, uh, I, I don't know. You could have found out about, you know, uh, her mum dying another way, you know? You could have done it, like, in a very subtle way. And I think that... Give it to me, just look like, on a plate. Look, like, this is the story. Blah 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 blah. This has happened. This has happened. Go do this. I think that's a very poor way of of telling a story. It is, but then how how else do you do it on an indie game where you've got limited resources? You know, you can't have no, voice no, no, actors no, no, no. It doing cost it. Or... Any money or manpower to tell a story? Well, I'm sorry. You can sit down with a piece of paper that's maybe one cent and write a decent story. It's yeah, about but then Ginny said he doesn't resources. want to. He doesn't want to read text. So then how else would you do it? Well, well you, you do it with economical storytelling. There are very short stories that are remarkable and thought-provoking. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the one the one thing I would say when you do... <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> no, I do agree with what you're saying. When I played a bit further into the game, I don't know whether... Did you get as far as a bit when she got kidnapped by the bandit? Nope. Uh, I, I got as far as uh, my interest would take me, which yeah. was about... Two goals. Well, that's when it sort of changed for me a little bit because I thought well, that's quite interesting because she gets we kidnapped. We just didn't by play it bandit. enough, Chinny. She gets yeah. kidnapped by a bandit. It is annoying because you have to keep reloading it. But she gets kidnapped by a bandit and then she ends up in this jail and he's laughing at her and going, "Ha, ah, that'll teach you," sort of thing. Does but she when get you kidnapped at that stupid fire they go to, yeah, she gets kidnapped after that. You know what's funny about that? He's like. I hope no bandits are around here. I was like, well... I bet you don't wish there was any bandits you'd When you transfer to the bandit, it turns out to be a friend's dad pretending to be a bandit to teach her a lesson. Oh, so deep. So yeah, deep. I mean, it's just... I thought it was quite quirky, in all honesty. I thought, for 200 points, which is all it is, you know... It's Let's a... see, no, 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 I'm sorry. i got to stop you, Stu, because <laughs> when, once upon a time, when we were talking about the Wii, you said, and I'm trying to quote from memory here, oh, a go. game should be evaluated based on what it is, not what platform it's on. And to me, it seems like that should be true about how many points you pay for it or what they're trying to do. All of that is secondary to me. If the game itself doesn't work, has a bad story, is weird in the way it controls, that in itself is what we are evaluating. And I agree that, you know, for 200 points, maybe it's okay. And, you know, for what they're trying to do, it's it's a push in the right direction. But at the end of the day, I felt like the game was pretty damn weak. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's I will ambitious. Say, I will it's say ambitious. it is ambitious, but I will say something uh, positive about the game instead of leaving off on a negative note. I got no problem with the way the game plays or looks. Right, I thought I thought it was quite a, a nice art style. Like it's very simple. It's it's two D, and I like the way they walk into bed. That was funny. Yeah, I... uh, 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 but like, I just thought that it, like the way it looked and the way it played was fine. I just mm-hmm. thought. You know, if you're gonna try and sell me this big, kind of epic story about like some some girl that gets beaten up by somebody or whatever, and and uh, you know her mom's dead and they dance around a fire, uh, try, try you know try to do it a bit better than that. Like, but the, the, the game, the, the the way it looks and the way it plays is fine, but the, the story's pants. I have to say. I mean, yeah. I, I I'm gonna say that I have a really high bar when it comes to storytelling. I mean, I feel like I'm a snob. 
know, and it's yeah. partly, again, I'll, it's part I'll, of me I'll, being an English teacher. I was going to say, I'll, re- I'll reset that. The, the storytelling's pants, you're right, Duke. The, not the story, uh, the, the storytelling, the way they tell the stories, pants. And I think that it's tough to both do a game and have a good story in it. I think that's a really hard thing to do. I don't oh. think I'd be any good at making a game and you know other people have to judge if i'm any good at telling a story but uh it's rare that you know i I, it's rare that i will say that a game does a good job telling a story so i'm not trying to pick on this game in particular it's just sort of feels like another one that kind of misses the mark story's always been difficult in in a game and and i think that's what whoever like the guy who made this he's probably learning that it's hard to Like put up a wall of text and keep people interested. You know, like yeah, sure. in, she's in bed for like a good five minutes while people talk. You know, that's yeah. not a good game. Uh, like a and good and it's hard. It's talk. really hard, especially with just text, to show that tension between father and daughter and all that. And you know, I'm going back to playing Final Fantasy VII. There's they're trying to do some of that in Final Fantasy VII, and it's kind of confusing in places, and it kind of drags. And they have the benefit of music, and I don't remember if this game has music. It does. Or not. It has, actually, that's one of the good really good things about it. It has 20 original songs in it, so it does have some original music. Music. My, my missus did enjoy the music, actually. Yeah, the music's she, very good. She said that it, it makes her sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't good when you're playing a game. Well, uh, but when it's a scene where someone's sleeping, then it's fully... I mean, one, la- one last thing to say. The, the, the person who developed it is a guy called Ryan Forluxen. Forluxen? Forluxen. That sounds like a fake name. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but he, to be fair to him, and this is probably where his undoing was, he did everything himself, so... Yeah. It was just him on his own yeah. and developed the whole game. So he did the dialogue, the music, the art style, the the programming. He did everything. And, you know, I, I sort of admire the guy. And I think it's ambitious. I think he's tried to do something different that isn't anything like anything else on there. You know, and then, yes, it isn't the best dialogue in the world and it isn't the best written story. But for what it is, I, I think he, he did a pretty good job of it personally. The, the thing is that the, one, of my, one of my favorite arcade games, Braid, Right, which does have a story. Yeah, but he's but just way, a pretentious wanker, well, isn't he? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm dissing <laughs> We're here. talking I, about the I, game, not the person yeah, who made it. Yeah, true. Right, right like, the, the, I like the game, right? I, I like the idea of the story, right? I, I think it's, you know, a, a good idea. But the way they tell it, I don't like. Because, basically, they divide the game in two halves. There's the puzzle elements and the, you know, the bit of platform and stuff. And then there's the book things where you have to read the books and, yeah. and kind of, and that, again, he's not, it's lazy. I think it's very lazy. And, uh, I, the, the, the best part was the end where you kind of find out the twist. I'm not going to give away. I don't care if people, anyway. But yeah. you find out the twist, right? And I thought because the, the reason why that's a good way of telling the story is because it's, it's kind of mixed together with the game yeah. and the story at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking about Half-Life 2 and you are talking about that, and I think they did a good job, too, of you know bringing the story months in a little bit at a time, do it, not really yeah. as cutscenes, but in. giving you a little Trickle. rest. Exactly. Yeah. You just drop a bit here, drop a bit there. Well, Half-Life 2, the great, is pace. Look, they yeah. the pace yeah. brilliantly. Yeah. I mean, the only the only thing, the last thing I would say, this is one guy on his own developing this whole game, doing everything, compared yes. to a studio that has about $30 million to spend on a game, and writers, and artists, and programmers... You know, there is a small difference between those yeah, two things. And there I think is, and maybe he needs to pick a more modest scale for his project then. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree. But, you know, I'm not going to try to build a suspension bridge by hand because that's too grandiose no matter how good I might be at making toothpick sculptures. I'm going to keep it on that smaller scale. 
That's yeah. But, you know, whatever. I agree with you that, you know, yeah, okay, good on him for pushing himself and, you know, trying to do something And pushing new. the boundaries, you know, because, it, you know, when you see how many crappy puzzle games there are on there or crappy 2D shooters, it's nice to see someone actually trying something different. Well, and that's my angle anyway. Okay, the other game, The Headsman. The Headsman. Headsman. Oh, I didn't play this. You didn't um, play this. No, sorry. The game it was mechanic... with the T, sorry, so <laughs> yes. I missed it. Duh. It starts with T, the headsman. Uh, well, he says check out Looking the headsman. So I thought the yeah, the check out was a the headsman. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't put it in like quotation marks or anything like that. You said make it's, sure you check out the henchman. And I was it's like, It's really right, dumb that or they henchman, didn't whatever. put it under yeah, H. Anyway, um, anyway, I thought, you know, the game mechanic's fun. It's a, you know, I, it kind of feels like a game you might find online for free, a little Flash yeah. game or something. But uh, what it's I really liked is, so you know, cheap. okay, so, the, yeah, there's these, like, two-point ba- buckets moving slowly, and then there's the 16 and 32-point buckets moving pretty quickly. And when you hit a 16-point bucket, there's, like, a skull that comes up. And then when you hit a 32-point bucket, because those are really tricky, you have people, uh, like, raising their hands and going, yeah! So that was kind of neat. I thought that was a neat little to, to explain to Chini how it works, because he's no idea, has he, what it is. Yeah, what yeah. Do you, what do you do? <laughs> it's basically, you're trying, okay, um, you know, I thought Quanrian did a good job of explaining it. You have, you're a henchman, and you are cutting off people's heads, and you're trying to get them into the buckets that go by, and it's sort of like, kind of like Frogger, except the heads are just dropping straight down, and you have to time it so that when a bucket goes underneath you, you chop a head, and it goes in the bucket. And meanwhile, this is the weirdest part, though, because it's obvious, you know what I'm talking about, the whole game, kind of like I made a game with zombies, but not funny, is it's sort of like an ad for this band, I suppose, and they're doing this song, I suppose it's called The Headsman or something, and it's all about... No, God it's, it's called something else. And this woman's singing so earnestly, but it's so ridiculous because it's a kind of a weak song. And it's just, they're lining up with fear in their hearts. And just, oh, God. But did, did you not think, do you know what? Actually, it's a cross between a head chopping off game and the karaoke game. You can actually <laughs> you can actually sing along. No, the oh, song's called sing along uh, any game, but... uh, Death Like Silence, I think the song's called. Okay. Deathlight Silence, or is that the band? I don't know. It's either the band yeah. or the song. But but do you know what? I learned a new phrase because of this game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I was talking about it to someone, and they said, oh, that sounds like an emo band. Yeah. Oh, you and never heard like, of emo bands? No. I was like, emo? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> What's that? Oh, like, emo? What's that, then? That's oh, a... man. You've never heard of emo? <laughs> that was a comedian, wow. wasn't it? Emo Phillips. Emo Phillips. <laughs> Classic. My dad once told me, if you love Jesus, stand up and say hallelujah. So I stood up and said hallelujah, and I fell off the roller coaster. <laughs> Yes, emo. Is that where it comes from? Is it because it's emotional? No, it has nothing to do with it. It's emotional, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't yeah. call that band emo. I mean, I don't really know how you classify it because it's one of those ambiguous categories that doesn't really mean anything. But the other thing is, I don't know why you would buy it because you get the whole song on the demo, so you don't yeah. actually have to buy the game. you think the music is wicked and you want to give some cash to that band because they obviously need it for their makeup bills. I don't know. It's Never... like they were trying to be like Guar without the visual representation or something. I don't. It was quite a bit of fun, though. It was a little bit of fun for Chuck Away fun. Then. It was it, a little bit Yeah, fun. just play it because you don't have to pay for it anyway. You can play through the whole level. I, I assume you get some sort of online leaderboard. Anyway, let's move on. I think we need to yes. move on after that. Yes. Shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've talked way too long this time on the indie game for some reason. Um, yeah. Okay. What I want to move on to, this last week there's been an episode of Watchdog on in the UK. 
Watchdog um, for American listeners is a program where they kind of look at companies or people trying to fraud or yeah, help the consumer. Corporations or companies that are trying to rip off the uh, average Joe, like who watches you the and watch. Yes. But basically, this is just the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen or heard, in all honesty. Um, Is that Anne Robinson still on? Yeah, it's still Anne Robinson, yeah. yeah. They've got that chick out of um, Wiggy's Link. She's in it, but she's not a a dragon. She's all normal. But but basically, they... They, they were going about talking about the yellow light of death on the on the PS3, which is the <laughs> supposed equivalent of the red ring of death on the 360. It does happen on the on early models, on the on the launch models, um, but they got so many facts wrong. You know, they've got they got so much stuff wrong in the broadcast. I mean, Such for as... instance, she still thought it cost four hundred pounds for a PS3 in this country, even though it hasn't been that for well over twelve months. Well, so. how long, when did they make this show? Oh, last week. Oh, <laughs> last week. And That's then when they aired it. Maybe they made. Yeah, it and then the second thing, they were, what they were complaining about is basically if you're if you get a yellow light of death, as it were, out of warranty, so out of your twelve months warranty, you have to pay one hundred and twenty-eight pounds to Sony to get it fixed. Mm. Now Sony have sort of responded saying that it cost them more than that to actually do it, so they're still doing you a bit of a favour, really. By See, putting a new board. They would say that, though. Well, yeah. well I want to know what exactly they're doing. Because when Microsoft does the red ring, I have this vision of them getting these things in their factory and like open them up, flip a little switch, and then it's reset, and they just send it back. I don't know what they're actually doing. Well, it's, it's actually a similar fault. It's, it's a heat overheating fault. So Why isn't it just you leave it off for a day and then it fixes itself? Because it, it, it cracks the solder. So it's the same as the red ring of death. So the solder cracks, you lose your connections to your graphics card or motherboard or whatever it is, and then obviously your, your PS3 stops. You have to just resolder it. Yes, basically. Can I really do that complicated? Can I have something I could bring down to my local hardware shop well, and be like, here? On the show, they had two fix-it guys who will do it cheaper. You know, They'll yeah. do it on the cheap for you. But yeah. what they were doing were heating up were heating up the PS3s pretty much like the towel trick with the 360. Oh, my God. So, so these guys were heating up PS3s, and they had four, and two of them failed again before the program even heard. You know, you so go. they're doing, oh, you can get it done cheaper, but actually, no, you can get a temporary you fix. up a potato oh. in the oven at the same time. So, wow. I mean, yeah, exactly. So that all happened. Well, Sony wasn't very happy about any of this, of obviously. Course. And and the other thing, the other the other nice statistic, they had, they said, apparently, Sony have admitted that there's been half a percent of Sony PS3s have had an issue of some description. Half a percent. Half a percent of all the ones yeah. sold in the UK. Now, out of the two and a half million that have been sold, that works out at about 12,000 consoles. But they, well, they attributed the, all of this to the yellow light of death. So, although no, Sony said they had half a percent of issues, they sort of attributed it all to the yellow light of death, which is obviously inaccurate and yeah. not correct. Um, but basically, yeah, they, they've sent a letter saying that the information you've provided suggests a fundamental misunderstanding of the technical issues and mischaracterization of Sony UK out of warranty repairs policy. Uh, they've had 155 complaints off viewers already, and this was when, obviously when it heard last week. With 10 viewers showing up on the for a street stunt, uh, Watchdog also issued a technical report to Sony based on only three home consoles, one of which had already been subjected to an attempted repair by the user. 
Um, the testing concerned the sample of only P- three PS3s, which cannot on any basis be deemed to be representative of the whole of the UK two and a half million install base. I mean, it's just... I mean, what do you guys think of this? Well, well did they ever do a show... Oh. No, go ahead, Shinny, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, we all own PS3s on this podcast now, yeah? Yes. Yep. We all own Xboxes on this uh, podcast. Yes. yes. Right. How many times has your Xbox failed? Well, I'm on my third. Three. Luke? Yes, right. three. How many times has your PS3 failed? Not yet. In the, in the month I've had it, never. <laughs> there you go. Same here. <laughs> but here's the question. Did they, so had they, I assume they've never done one of these so shows they? about the 360. Yeah, they have. They have. Oh, they yeah, have. they did. Yeah. Well, they did that. They should original. do another one then. But, I mean, to be fair, nobody complained about that one, funnily enough, and Microsoft didn't even try and defend it. You know what? You know why Microsoft didn't defend it? Because it's true. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. But, yes, I think I think the message of this is uh, if you're going to do something, make sure you get your facts straight. It was obviously before, before a slow week uh, on Watchdog, <laughs> yeah. in the Watchdog offices. They had right. nothing else to do. Hey, my PS3, bro. Crap. Uh, what's this letter at the bottom of the pile? There we go. There you go. Yeah. Do. Fine. Skip it. That's it. Right, we've got something that I'd like you, either Chinny or Duke, to do this, if you would. And um, that's the Modern Warfare 2 perks list, if you'll bring that up and, and go through these and see which you like the sound uh, of. Perks like one, the first one, Marathon and Marathon Pro. I'm guessing they're two, so you get an upgrade. There's on the each regular turn. one, and then there's like a pro ability for each one. Right, okay. So, yeah, Marathon, I'm guessing, is just kind of. Uh, oh, right, yeah, unlimited it's, sprint. All right. It's like extreme conditioning, wow. except I guess unlimited. Cool. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This. No, this is good, though, because, the, you know, I'm reading these for the, uh, the first time. Um, yeah. yeah, so Marathon, Marathon Pro, uh, for the Marathon Unlimited Sprint, which is very useful. Marathon Pro, get over obstacles much faster. That's very uh, handy. That's very handy. You were just uh, Uncharted. Sleight of Hand, which is faster reloading. We had that before. Probability yep. is faster reloading and a speed boost to how fast you can aim down the sight of your weapon, which is very useful. Was that ever uh, a problem? I never really Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so, especially with, you think about the, the heavy weapons, the arm. Yeah, the, I was thinking the, about like, machine they, guns. They take a while to kind of yeah, bring up. Uh, they are split okay. seconds, but it's a multiplayer game. So, yeah. um, Scavenger. Yes, this I like. I from dead enemies. So you, I'm yes. guessing you pick up ammo from yeah. these. Uh, and awesome. Hopefully it doesn't have to be like they have the same gun you have. It's just when you walk over them. Yeah, that type of ammo maybe. Um, and Scavenger Pro is question marked, so we don't know that. Uh, yeah. so Jenny, take any guesses, Duke, to what Scavenger Pro would be? Uh, you get to wear the person's head around your neck. <laughs> That'd be excellent. Or yeah. you could wear the genitals as a necklace. Oh, jeez, you have to go so far. Yeah, yeah. Or you take their shoes and they're, they're barefoot for the whole rest of the match. Uh, and they're dead um, with no shoes. Uh, the next perk is bling. I'm sick of that uh, word now. Is there really one called bling? Yeah, bling. yeah I must have uh, missed the, the ability is two primary weapon attachments. So noob tube and red dot, uh, probably. Uh, bling pro, maybe three. It's got a question mark here, so we don't know. Maybe three primary weapons. Yeah, that's kind of cool, because I always thought it would be nice to have, yeah, like a red dot. You, a, didn't you a say like, something like a better silencer and something else? Or was that. Or maybe that was. Uh, that might have been um, grey, actually. Never mind. And classified, which needs to be unlocked, so that's question mark and question mark. So. Mm. Doesn't know what classified is, but it's. 
Well kept secret. I'll give you that. Yes. All right, Perk Slot 2. We've got the first one is Stopping Power. You remember this from COD 4. This is the one most people use most of the time. Increased bullet damage. uh, And then if you pro it up, then you'll have increased bullet damage versus helicopters. Now, I'm hoping there will also be you get like five points for every helicopter you shoot down. Because I am sick in COD 4 of shooting. Is it true? You know that for sure? Yeah. Or are you just saying it would be good? No, I'm saying it would be good. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Okay. That's all right. You. Uh, yes, because I get I am so sick of always shooting at helicopters, and one other person will put one bullet into it, and then I get nothing. I'm also anyway. sick of of shooting helicopters, and your um, accuracy goes down. Yeah, you don't no get way. you don't get the accuracy points for that. Mm. I don't get hits. So. <sighs> it's it's a hard knock life being a person who's responsible to shoot down the shoppers. Next perk is lightweight. Uh, this lets you move faster. This was the famous uh, thing that we saw once upon a time in the first teaser where there's a Well, I said that. That was funny, actually. I was just right. going to say that a lot of these pictures we remember seeing from the teaser That's trailer. Right. That's when right. it was on You pause. are Hermes. Yeah. Uh, and then Lightweight Pro, question mark. I imagine you get to fly if you have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, know. maybe. Maybe that's okay. it. Okay. Next one is a new perk, Hardline. And this means that your kill streaks require one less kill. Wow. So presumably, you'll get the UAV or whatever it is when you get two kills instead of three, which I quite like. Uh, and then Hardline Pro, it says death streaks require one what less kill. What the hell a death, death streak? That is. Maybe, maybe, speculation time. Um, yeah. What is a death streak? Speculation time. Maybe if, all right, say me and Duke are against each other, we're on opposite teams, and I kill Duke uh, uh, three times. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll get something then. That's a death streak. Oh, you, you, like that one person, you kill him over and over again? Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, I see. Yeah, maybe. Be. Mm, maybe. I'm just guessing. Huh? I'm shooting fishing barrel. Or maybe if, you, if you're a bit crap at the game, you get something for dying three times in a row. <laughs> hey, I'd be getting that all the time. Hey. Yeah, mate, that, that's not. That's probably not too far. Fetched. Maybe if you're dying so much that yeah. like you, you die, you die twenty yeah. times. They take pity you know, on you, and here's without getting a kill. Right? Maybe invincible yeah. for ten seconds. Maybe they give you more health. That, that's, that's not. Good. That's possible. Well, that could be. Yeah. All right. So next perk is cold blooded, and this means uh, you are. I suppose it's kind of like the UAV jammer. You are undetectable by UAV air support sentries and thermal. Right. So that's kind of cool. Wow. And then cold blooded pro <laughs> is You're invisible. Mark? You're invisible. Yeah, you are. You are invisible. Okay. Unless somebody you don't. Of and you don't give off body heat. <laughs> Yeah. And then the pro ability is question mark, which I, I suppose means that you is... get a bowl of cereal to eat. So what else could you add to that? So what I reckon could you be... could be Superman and invisible. <laughs> well, it makes you wonder what could be the pro for that. You know, how much better? Maybe, I thought maybe they got it mixed up. Maybe undetectable UAV is the the, the first ability, and then air support sentries and thermal is the pro. I mean, that was saying more. Maybe, logical. or maybe suppose you you had the ability to see people on your UAV who have this. Maybe. I was thinking that could be something you could Yeah, tweak. that may be. And then there's a classified unlockable item on perk slot 2, but we don't know what it is because no one's unlocked it yet. Yeah. Um, right. Perk slot 3. Let's, first of all, let's say that there are three classified perks on this yes. that no one's unlocked yet. So there's only three to read it. The first one is increased melee distance. So when you stab someone, you can stab them from a little bit far away. Yeah, and I'm guessing... Gonna throw uh, my two pens in here. Probability, I reckon, throwing knives. 
That would be cool. Yeah, so I, I, no, I've actually heard that there is throwing knives. I know there is because yeah, in the trailer it's... there is. There is. Um, oh yeah, that's right. There because is because in in the old Call of Duty Four, when the host leaves, the game used to end, and it used to be very frustrating. In the trailer, they show off the fact that he's gonna throw a knife, and then the host leaves, and then he makes a new host mid-game, mm. and the uh, and then he just continues to throw a knife in his head. So I reckon the probability is throwing a knife in his head. Uh, steady. Oh, wait, what does that have to do with the host leaving? Well, I was just no, saying. No, he showed though, it in the trailer with the host. I was leave. just saying. I was just saying okay, that okay. another another good thing about Modern Warfare Two is if the host leaves, uh, it's not the end of the game. It'll just okay. kind of pick the, the person with the best connection and make it. But nice. only if you're throwing a knife at his head. No. No, I uh, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, okay. Next perk is steady aim, uh, which was in the other one. Yes, Increased hip fire accuracy, good for yep. shotguns. I find. Yep. Um, and then Steady Aim Pro, which is question mark. So, any guesses? Steady Aim Pro, what could that be? You'll be shooting between your legs, like, <laughs> in your face. <laughs> oh, I don't know, actually. That's a, that's a hard one. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to forget this if I don't say it now. Did y'all see The Simpsons this week? No. Homer gets his own apartment for some reason. We don't need to go into why. And he's playing uh, video games. And he go, Marge comes over to visit him in his new apartment. And he, she goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm playing an online game. Watch me as I run my scrotum over my opponent. And he's teabagging somebody. He goes, you want to try it, Marge? And she goes, sure. And she's doing it. She's teabagging somebody. It was great. I remember that. I remember that in the news, actually. Like how much no, teabagging made the Simpsons. Because when you've made the Simpsons, that's yeah. when you know. You've... Okay. Sorry. Oh, my God. Yep. So the next perk, that was Steady Aim, the next perk is Scrambler. Which is sort of like a small-scale UAV game? sounds like UAV. Ability, scramble, brackets, jams the enemy radar in a small radius. So your dot just disappears, so they see you, and then when they get too close, it disappears. So they know well, I'm guessing, no, no, I think what it does is not you disappear, Say again, me and Duke are on opposite teams. He sees me on his radar, runs over to me, and then all of a sudden his radar goes crazy, and he can't see anyone on his radar. Yeah, that's a good. Point. Either that, or or the, your dot just moves where you aren't, so he can't yeah. actually. So he sees yeah. you where you're not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the pro- the probability is your UAV blows up and you're blinded for the rest of the night. No, I would imagine that the probability will be a bigger radius. Wouldn't he? it? Would yeah. sort of no, I reckon it blows up in your face and you blow. <laughs> That's a much better one. And then the the rest of classified needs to be unlocked classified. in the game. Classified. So unfortunately, Just like what's that one at the top? In what's the one at the top? Is that a joke one? The martyrdom one? No, uh, no, I think no. He's saying that they're saying um, martyrdom, martyrdom pro. Oh. Although this was confirmed earlier, free there might be a chance that it will be left out of the game. Man. So he's I'm only going to get half as many bump. kills now. Well, yeah. do you know, I hated Martin. I thought he was a shit perk. Uh, it was, it was abused right. by people who didn't need it. Who needs yeah, martyrdom? Exactly. What is I that? Exactly. Um, but yeah, people driving in their Hummers. Yeah. I need this car. I, I think that'd be cool if it isn't in, in all honesty. I won't, ha- I won't be able to complain because, I mean, it well, is a weak perk. But on the other hand, you know, like I say, it gets me about twice as many kills. As I read in Mark chapter 3, page, I don't know, I'm trying to do a bubble quote. Uh, Infinity Ward now is best. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, thou shalt honor thy infinity ward. Yeah, whatever they do and say or look at is probably more important than I'm doing, saying and looking at. I must, I must admit, I was tempted to pre-order it this week, almost. <laughs> only because, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I held fast. It was tough, but I held they fast. They will grab you soon. Because, because um, I think I've got a bit of advice for anyone living in the UK. 
you need to regularly check Tesco online because every now and again they drop the price for some reason, and then it then within sort of twenty four hours it goes back up to normal again. They've done it twice now, but none of that matters because it's all about principles. Well, they man. did even more. They, I mean, they had they did drop it to thirty seven ninety nine for a for a, a couple of days, and then it went back up to forty four ninety five again. And then did you consider buying it then? No. And oh. then in the last couple of days, he dropped it to thirty five ninety nine for about wow. twenty four hours. On and did Facebook. you consider it buying then? Nearly. <laughs> and they, okay, so so what you're saying then is this is just a matter of degrees. If they dropped it to twenty five ninety nine, you'd be all over it. No, I, you know, I still don't think so. I think I'm going to hold fast to my principles because I just feel I cheated myself <laughs> until it gets very cheap. Yeah, I'd, 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 and what if it was sold for tenner? <laughs> oh no! Oh, yeah, oh, where are your principles now? I it. anyway. Let's move on. No, I'd, I'd, no. Anyway, let's move on. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm yeah, going to yeah. resist the we'll temptation. Not stick we'll to resist. your guns. We'll resist. see when, resist. when resist. me and me and Duke are going. Oh my god, this game just blew my eyes out. And you'll be like, "Well, I was trying this in the game." <laughs> <laughs> Like I said at the, the top of the show, Uncharted 2 will keep me happy for a long time, I would have said. There is plenty of game to be played in that. Well, we'll see. And just to let you know as well, I didn't mention, but the demo, when <laughs> the, the demo, just, just a quick mention, the demo finishes on the 13th of October before the full title releases. So after that point, you won't be able to play the demo anymore. Another yeah, it's supposed to be weird though, isn't it? Because... You know, if someone comes along and goes, oh, I'd like to try that out first before I buy it, well, you won't be able to. That's it. You've got to buy the game. So there you go. Uh, Right, let's have another quick break. We'll do uh, Cranky Duke for this week, which is number eight, I think. Have I got that right? I never know. Number seven? I have no idea. Number seven? Number seven? Yes. Uh, This is actually a series of very short Cranky Dukes right in a row. Oh, great. I would like that. Bit of of change. Change is as good as a rest, as you say. Um, so, right, let's have Cranky Duke 7, and then I've got one of my favourite t- top 10, or though it's a top 15 list this week. Awesome. Um, and we'll have a chatter about that. Let's go for it. Go. Wicked cool. Duke is a Duke crank. Is a crank. It's time for Cranky Duke! Celeste. Yeah, can I talk to someone in the video game department? Uh, what were you looking for? Uh, I don't know, like some hardcore games? We don't really carry video games. We got some Wii Active stuff. That's about it. Oh, sweet. That's kind of hardcore. Can I talk to somebody in that department? I can help you out with that. Okay, yeah. So what kind of game is it? It's uh, more of just like a fitness equipment type of thing. It's uh, something that you can you, know, you can work out with it and it'll almost like show you what your workout is on oh, the screen. Sweet. Can you like beat people up and stuff? Is it like fighting too? Um, I don't think it has anything like that on there. It's got more of like... I think it's got, like, a boxing training thing on there, but that's about it. Oh, and can you, like, beat up other people on the boxing thing? Uh, it'd be more of, like, a speed bag type of thing, I believe. So you beat up the speed bag? Yeah. Oh, sweet. That's pretty hardcore, though, I mean, from what I've heard. Uh, I haven't, honestly, I haven't really had much feedback from it. Uh, have you ever played it? Nope, not yet. because uh, I hear it's, it's, like, really kind of tricky in places, and, like, it'll test your skills and stuff. It looks. I mean, it looks like it'd be pretty, pretty good to use. We just dropped the price on a ten bucks too, from what I've heard. Oh, freaking sweet! How much is it now? I believe it's fifty bucks. It's fifty. That's it. Yep. Oh man, what time do you close? Uh, we close at nine thirty. I'll be right there. Thanks. Yep. Bye bye. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah. Hi. Do you uh, you sell video games there? Do we what? Do you sell video games? No. This is a childcare center. Oh. Jeez, I called information. I was asking about video game places. They said your place has games. 
No, this is childcare. Uh, so you don't even sell like stuff for the Wii or anything? No, this is a daycare center. Oh man, are, do you know where I can call to find some video games? I don't. I'm in a classroom. Okay. Uh, you're not like studying games or anything. Thanks for calling. This is wrong. How can I help you? Yeah. Hi. Do you sell video games there? Cool. Video games? No, we don't have video games here. Why not? Burger King's got that game out, don't oh, they? Oh, we're not Burger King, sir. Well, but I mean, I thought I could make a game or something. Okay, that is your question. We don't have any. So you don't have any games at all there? No. All right, thanks. Thanks, Tom. Where's John? How can I help you? Yeah, hi. You guys sell video games? What was that? Do you sell video games? No, we don't. Oh, man. Why not? I couldn't tell you. What do you have? Shoes. That's it? You just sell shoes? Pretty much. Does it also sell games? I don't. Because I heard there was some new game coming out from a, from like Nike or something. Do you know anything about a video game from Nike? Um, it's all about yeah, like, like running the, uh, the stuff. Nike running software. What's that? It goes with the iPod. Yeah, yeah, that may be it. Do you have that? Uh, we do. Oh, you do? So you do have that game? Oh, well, yeah, if you want to call it that. Oh, man, I was nervous. I was like, God, I was, like, scared. I thought maybe I dreamed it or something. So how much is that? Um, that is going to be twenty twenty nine ninety nine. Well, um, uh, what time do you close? 9 o'clock. Oh, snap. I better hurry up. All right, I'll be there soon. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Oh, God. You that was. Call it that. <laughs> I've never, that's the first time I've ever had anybody hang up on me. That daycare lady is like, we're a daycare oh, center. What do you expect? <laughs> what yeah. game do you think she would have out of interest? <laughs> Take care of the kids. Change the annoying kids' diaper. <laughs> she didn't seem impressed at all, did she? <laughs> she was really just tired. Can I, can How many just, times I have to say this to you, idiot? Can I just ask, I'm assuming then, the first guy who did have uh, Wii Active wasn't uh, traditionally associated with selling games. Then. No, and I expected them to say the full name of the store, but they just said the brand name of it. So it's a sporting goods store, and that wasn't probably very clear at first. But yeah. Go back and listen to it now that you know that. It makes it so much funnier. Well, that's quite cool. So you, you found someone that shouldn't sell games. That did. There yeah, go. it was pretty surprising. And the oh. shoe store even had, I mean, you know, it's not really a game, but I made him feel bad. God, but that was—I've I've got to say—I think that was the funniest yet. So, thank you. Yes, I did yes. like that. But I like little company. You got to ring next, like the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he do an awesome video game. I think I'm gonna use my wife's idea for the next one. So, you, I'm not gonna say got, anything more. I have other a good number, Duke. Nice, the Pope. Barack yeah. Obama. Find out what he's playing lately. Exactly. Yeah, God, that was very funny. Very good. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Uh, yeah, to finish list off time. I know it's a list time. I always like my list. Oh, can I demolish really quickly first? Oh, go on, do your list then. Go, go on, go on. Top go, go. five games with names. <laughs> what? Okay, go on. Because these you person's these... name as the no, title. Because these lists are so ridiculous now, Stu, that I'm just going to make my own list. So <laughs> games that actual have actually have names. Um, Fallout Three <laughs> is one of them. Oh, I remember. Uh, like that. I yeah, good name. Halo Wars is another. Uh, what was Left the name of that game, though? I don't remember what it was. Halo Wars. Left 4 Dead. Oh, that's right. Uh, Beatles Rock Band, Call of Duty 4, and uh, Fable. So mm. there's my top games with names. Yeah. Let's do. Oh, okay. What's this one called? 
This one's <laughs> this one's quite good. You like this? You like this? From TotalFilm.com. It is TotalFilm. I like. I I actually subscribe to this magazine as it goes, All so right. I, I actually get this every month. Um, but basically, as we know, a lot of films try and be cinematic, you know, and be sort of yeah. A lot every of every film, by definition, is cinematic. I actually meant to say games at that point. Right. That makes a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes a bit more sense. Yes. But yeah, a lot of games try and be cinematic in the way uh-huh. that they work. And, you know, we have started a lot recently, you know, comparing games to films because of the storyline and the way that the game looks and all that sort of stuff. Uh, basically, they've compiled a list of 15 most cinematic gaming moments and then compared them to a film that they think it looks a bit like. See? And they Music. got screenshots from all of them. So if you want to see the visual element, go to TotalFilm.com and search for 15 most cinematic gaming moments. Yeah. Oh, this is referencing, referencing things, Duke. Yes. It is like that. We like that. Um so the first one, of course, the first one, of course, on this list is Bioshock. Bioshock. Yes. Um, and obviously, as we all know, it starts off with the plane crash. And if you haven't played it, shame on you. Uh, Even I've played it, man. Come on, what are you thinking? I know, and you hate it. To work. I don't like that game. I I was rubbish. There was nothing. Never mind about, about that. I've seen um, that. I, even I've played it, and nobody has any excuse not playing it. Exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, I've got to say it's probably one of my favourite intros to a game. I love the way you sort of descend into the into the underwater world, underwater world yeah. with all the little skyscrapers and obviously whales swimming past and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Now the film, the the cinematic equivalent is the opening to Blade Runner. Yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, it is. You know, when you sort of look at this, and I remember back in the day when I watched Blade Runner, I think, actually, yeah, it's a lot like that. You always say I've never watched Blade Runner. Does Uh-oh. that make it another Uh-oh. film that I have you to play? You know what? I can't make fun of you for not seeing movies because there are a lot of games I haven't played, but let me just say that we're sort of equal on that end. Okay. For every game okay. I haven't played that I should have, there's a movie you haven't seen that you should have. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Blade Runner, I assume? I have. I, have a, I actually own it on Blu-ray. I have that one. I am. I have got the book that it's based on. Uh, yeah, Philip K. Dick, man. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. I've got that it, uh, Androids Dream. Don't Dream. Yeah. Do uh, Androids Dream. Do Androids Dream. I was oh, nearly shit. right. I was nearly right. Yeah. I've okay. Okay. The next okay. one. Next. This one. is like the you know over thirty five's favorite has to be oh. said. Uh, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Four mm-hmm. Modern Warfare. And it's the moment in the game when the, you know, big spoiler here, you've never played it, but again, if you've never played this, then you obviously don't breathe and live on the planet. <laughs> um, but basically, it's the moment when the nuclear warhead goes off in the game, right. and obviously everything's wrecked, and there's obviously a huge mushroom cloud overhead, and yeah, yeah you carry And there's it. a Jewish person, as Duke pointed out. Yeah. I give up, that is all the mushroom, man. He's over <laughs> here, I'm over here, I don't know what's going on. And the cinematic, the cinematic equivalent for this that they've come up with is I don't Term- like this one. Terminator 2. Oh, what are you talking about? That's I, 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 I like that. Because I, like I remember actually thinking about Terminator 2 when, when it was happening in COD 4. I was like, hey, this is a lot like that. Other nuclear weapon going off. There well, you go. what, what makes me laugh about this is the screenshots they chose. The Call of Duty <laughs> screenshot looks more realistic than the Terminator one. Well, yeah. It's yeah, but there was a big flash of light, wasn't there, on the Terminator 2 one, so that's why. It should have showed yeah. someone's skin melting off. Yeah. But yeah, I agree, they were both sort of stark, uncompromising, and brutal. So there you go. That's cool. Right, next one, Silent Hill 2. Now, this is a game I've never played. Nope. So, uh, but you, I have... Did you play this? You played one of them, didn't you? Uh, Silent Hill 2 is the best one. 
Oh, there you well, go. That's the one they're talking about. But I have seen. And the, the only one I've played. So. I have seen the film, so I have watched the film, which was a very. I haven't watched the film. So there you go. Very cool. Well, don't read what it says here, then. Uh, yeah, don't read what it says here. Major spoilers. So, no so we move on then from that. But we'll say yes. that the, the, the game is Silent Hill 2, and the film is The Machinist, which is okay. a great little film. It's worth seeing. I don't know. It is definitely. It. It's all right. It was a little. Christian Bale. You see, it's worth seeing for Christian Bale's emaciated anorexic skeleton role. Yeah. He lost that like is... 700 pounds for that role. And that is method acting at its finest, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, that yeah. Sort of level. That was, and that was before he lost his mind and started screaming at lighting directors? Yeah. No, I think he'd probably lost his mind when he did that, in all honesty. I think so. Idiot. Okay. Um, next one. Next one. Killzone. 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 Uh, I. I assume this is the, is this the original Killzone or Killzone yes. Two? This is the original. Oh, Killzone came out in two thousand four. Oh God, yes, I did. Came out last year. Yeah, sorry, that's my fault. I didn't that's see the okay. date. So yeah, original Killzone, um, and it's a moment when Helgen Dictator Scholar Visari, played by Brian Cox, which I didn't know. That's quite a cool voice actor to get on board. You know who Brian Cox played? I assume. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. He played Hannibal Lecter in the original um, Red Dragon. So there you go. Oh, man. Uh, uh, was it called Manhunt or something? Yeah, Manhunt. Manhunt. Yeah. Huh. So I have nightmare stories about trying to watch that movie, I'll tell you someday. Yeah, it's a great film. But yeah, he played the original Hannibal Lecter, so that's okay. Coxes. And he was also in Dog Soldiers, I think, although I could be wrong. Anyway, okay. he addresses his army on the eve of the invasion of Vector, a planet controlled by the enemy. And it shows all the troubled past are shown with Furious Visari prepares his men for war, citing their ill treatment at the hands of the ISA as a reason to rise up and fight. So there you go. And he's compared it to uh, a film I've never seen. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read the book? Yeah, no. never. You've not no. read the book either? No, I've never seen V for Vendetta. I've actually got it on DVD and never got around to watching it. it you, have, you should really read the book first, but I mean, the movie is a really good job. Can we turn this into um, which of these films that Chini has probably seen? I've <laughs> have you, seen, have you seen V for Vendetta? No, no, no. no. I've seen Braveheart, I've seen Independence Day, the other ones it mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of Triumph of the Will. It's all about, you know, rise up and, you know, any di- kind of, you got a sort of dictator type guy with flags behind him. You're kind of in yeah. the same area. But isn't it a bit like Guy Fawkes or something like that he plays? Or he wants to blow up Parliament or something. Well, maybe. he's taking inspiration from Guy Fawkes, but it's not, you know, whereas Guy Fawkes was Protestant, you know, not really anarchist. This guy is trying to bring anarchist principles to people and. Oh, yeah, that was way too much history. Let's move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, Grand Theft Auto for the moment. Now, I never got oh, this yes. far, so yes, I have yes, to. Yes, yeah, yes. I have to. Now, I'm sure you've both played this and seen the film. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. And basically, it's the Mission Free Leaf Clover, which is a bank heist in the game, which apparently is extremely difficult, but very satisfying, I believe. Although I've never played it. Um, it's just fun. Uh, it is a bit hard, but it's, it's very fun. It's very fun. It's good. Which basically sees you running through the city streets with SWAT teams, police helicopters trying to hunt you down, and obviously you've got to shoot your way out. So that's quite cool, I have to say. And, uh, I mean, if you haven't guessed already, the equivalent is Heat. There is a Heat game apparently in the works still. Really? Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But it was meant to be made. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked Heat as a film. I thought it was a fantastic film, I have to say. So now you all get to gasp in shock because I've never seen it. What? 
You see wow. I know. Oh my god. Sorry. Oh, How funny is that? It's one of honestly it has that moment with the bank heist in it is one of the best ever things you'll ever see. It's just unbelievable. The one that I have seen, you haven't seen it. Yeah, how funny We're is that? Opposite Stuke. I know, mm. I know. How ironic. Well, the next one, one of my favourite games of all time, still is, probably always will be. Um, Lights, Half- Lights End. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Half, Half-Life 2. Ah, brilliant. Brilliant. And it's Gordon Freeman's gaming's toughest scientist awakens from stasis to find Earth a changed place, an alien Ooh. race known as a combine of enslaved humanity. Uh, transforming the society into a nightmarish or well are, are they alien? I don't know. I never thought they were, but... I maybe. never thought... The Combine are not alien. There are aliens in the game, but they come from a different dimension because... Well, they uh, do look a bit weird, the Combine, to be fair. Yeah, but they're You don't have to look weird to be an alien. Or you don't yeah. have to be alien to look weird. They may be alien. Oh. You should, Stu, you look weird, but you're not an alien. <laughs> <laughs> but why have you got the freaky masks on, anyway? I don't know. Um, but you'll never... It is true, when you get off that train at the very... And, and they're prodding you with the cattle prods. To get yeah. it moving and stuff, it is a it is a pretty impressive opening to it. See that to me now sounds more like District Nine than any other movie, but it's just crazy. before that. It's crazy though. Uh, I yeah. should uh, I should the media I shoot that. Ah! Now this film I haven't seen. So. Well, I have not seen this one either. See, it's weird because they say, "Oh, this is an Orwellian dictatorship," and now here's a movie based on a Ray Bradbury book. Why don't you talk about Eighty Four? Yeah, well, I thought that. I'd have thought that was more a, a sort of comparison, really, Nineteen Eighty Four than this. Yeah. So. Especially because you got the big image of the guy on the telescreen, and you know, Big Brother's watching you. Wasn't this directed by George Lucas or someone like that? Wasn't it Fahrenheit four five one? Was it know. Steven Spielberg? It was someone like that. It was some quite famous director. I think it was Francois Truffaut. Yeah, who's who's that then? He's a <laughs> French director. He did the four hundred blows or Le Saint- the Quatre What was the one that? What was the one George Lucas or someone did that? It sounded a lot like that. I'm sure that was. Oh, yeah. TXC one one seven two. Oh, that was that it. Was, that was a weird. That was not very good. I didn't care much for that. Ah, yeah, that was that. Yeah, it's a moment. And then he's also compared it to Equilibrium, which oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm oh my god, I never forgave the student who told me I had to see that because he's like, Mr. P, you like poetry, you like the Matrix, you gotta see this movie. It combines them, and no, yeah, it was terrible. Not a, not a great film. And that was Christian Bale, wasn't it? Yes, but I, I believe he was after money at the time. Everything I can to block that movie out of my brain. Yes. Right, okay, we need to move on quickly because we're running yeah, out of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one, Medal of Honor Frontline. Oh, yeah, for the PC, it was good. Uh, PC. And yeah. its cinematic equivalent was obviously Saving Private. Saving Private Ryan, which was a brilliant yeah. film. That's a good idea, Homer. That's why everybody James. wanted to play that game. because yeah, Everybody wanted to play that game because it was like Saving Private Ryan. Was, like the, yeah. Did it film. Did it have the sort of when you're in the water, the bullets whizzing past in the water and stuff like Probably. that? Probably, it sounds uh, like it. It probably did, didn't it? So that's cool. Um, in fact, never you know played what? this game. The next one, sorry. Do, do you know what? We'll do the next one, then we'll save the rest for next week because there's 15 altogether. So that's, yeah, that's all to That seems like a good place yeah. to stop. Half and uh, half. Yeah, the next one's Resistance 2. Resistance uh-huh. 2. Um, the aliens have invaded America in the 1950s, and hero Nathan Haley's fighting his way through the tall, majestic forests of Oric, California. Uh, up until now, you've been fighting pretty standard sci-fi bad guys, and suddenly the chameleons show up. Uh, these creatures you see through stealth camouflage are hiding in the dense undergrowth, pouncing when you least expect it. Get down! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I mean... Well, you the, should mention that. Yeah, the, the equivalent, if you've not guessed already, is Predator. Now, I guess you... Do it! 
Now you you've both seen, yeah. you've both seen <laughs> this film, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Classic. So look, can film that everybody's seen. Yay to finish on. Yeah. Um well we'll we'll save the rest of these for next week and I think Ooh. on on that note we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out. Shout out. <laughs> you so, have to do a shout out as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Chini. Yeah, you have to do a shout out as Arnold Schwarzenegger. So we'll start with you, Chini, in the guise of Arnold Schwarzenegger. There you go. Um, <laughs> right. Go, go, go. I don't know how to do it. Um, first, I would like to shout out um, Murphy's Law because he's been talking to me on the shout box for the whole podcast. Um, everyone at the over 35.co.uk and the raw messiah for all the work he has put in recently on the side. I'll get out. There you go, it was great. And his eyes are bulging out of his head. <laughs> it was great, that fantastic. Right, go, uh, Duke. Duke go. Okay, I'm not going to do it as any actor. Um, before I get to my shout outs, let me say that the DLC for Rock Band this week, tell oh, Murphy I'm giving that. Go, go. <laughs> Uh, if you like Pearl Jam, you probably know that their first album, uh, 10, was released as a rock band in its entirety. So you can play that whole album on rock band. Well, their new album, Backspacer, is the DLC for this week. So if you're into Pearl Jam and you heard their new album and you're like, dude, that rocks, well, you can buy the whole thing as a DLC for rock band. My shout-outs go to five people. First of all, Wolvedine, uh, a relatively new member on the site, sent me a message a while back. I didn't see it until very recently that uh, shouted out Cranky Duke. He says he really likes it. So, hey, thank you, and I hope you like this week's installment as well. And then the other four people, I was playing COD 4, just sort of playing some team deathmatch. There were some over 35ers on, but I assume they were playing headquarters, and I need a break from headquarters for a while because it makes me really tense and irritable. Headquarters so anyway, are I'm playing Team Deathmatch, randomly just bouncing around from lobby to lobby, and I jump into a lobby, and who do I see in the lobby? Link Stu, Rickster, all praise to me, and ex-Hunter all sitting there in the lobby, and I was just like, wow, what are the freaking odds, man? So we had a good few games, and it was a lot of fun, and cheers to them. Excellent. Yeah. Good <laughs> well, I'm, my, my shout-outs this week have to go to Naughty Dog for producing what I think is going to be Game of the Year, in my opinion. It's going to be that good, I seriously do. Um, what, so, a little big planet with water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I only say I cannot wait to play the full title, because what I've seen so far is absolutely yeah. top-notch. You are sorry, for those really... idiots among us, Naughty Dog is I doing Drake Fortune, I am Uncharted so... 2. I am sold. You are warrantly getting very attached to that game. I am, and I'm... I'm uh, actually, so far so, you might actually play it while you've got it. <laughs> I know, yeah. 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 I love Talk it. about it after you've played I, it. And, and I'd also like to shout out the seller in Hong Kong who has <laughs> has actually shipped my copy of Demon's Souls within a week of ordering it. So that's... Uh, it arrived today, so I'm pretty impressed with that. So you'll be telling us all about it next week. Yeah, I have actually played a bit already, and yeah, I will have lots to say about it next week, I think. All right. He says. Um, and I've also got ODST today as well, so I'll have loads to say. And on. you've been playing it as well today? I have been playing it, only briefly, I have to say. I, I was going to say, played... you haven't really talked about it, but now you've just answered my question because you said you've only played it briefly. Not, no, yeah, no, not, enough to, not enough to give a measure. Also... Boy, next week, or I would have played it, so that's probably better. Well, there was something I did notice that I didn't realise, he says, just quickly, um, was that there is four-player multiplayer in the in the campaign. I thought it was single-player only, but it isn't. Really? 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 You can play with four players as you could Co-op in... Co-op in the single-player? You can. 
No way. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was only when I looked in the menus and it's got campaign and then it says join three friends. And I was like, what? Mm, have you, have you played Ow. though? Has, have you actually done that? I haven't, no, because there was no one to play uh, with. I see. Yeah, when, when, got it, have they? No, when, when it happens, oh, I won't believe it, because they could probably put campaign, oh yeah, that's Firefight, you know? No, no, oh. Firefight's different, that's underneath. Mm. So there's single player solo, campaign, and then when you click on campaign, you can invite three Xbox friends in to play the campaign with you, and mm. then there's Firefight underneath that. So I, I wouldn't want to play that, I, I want to play the... Single player on my own, really, I suppose. Well, do you Maybe. know, to be honest with you, I think it's the sort of game where you play it on your own because you're isolated as a player. That's part of the whole point, I think. Yeah. I was a bit like... So I need to try that to confirm it works that way. But Raw Messiah thinks it does because he's set up a game already and asking who wants to play through on Legendary with him. So there, right. there you go. So it's not just me that thinks that. There, I could get it now. A uh, game I've opened at midnight uh, tonight and they invited me to go and I said no. Because I can't be asked. Because I'm going to go. To, I'm going to go to town in the morning tomorrow anyway. So there's no point. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to get it tomorrow, and we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I bought it, in all honesty, is because Shop Two was selling it for twenty nine quid. So I thought, well, for I, less. I, than I think I just realised this podcast comes out on a Saturday, so it'll be eight by then. So I don't want to care. No one will care, but we'll give our views anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, unusual, so Overseas Connection, Thumbsticks, and, and I think that's it. So on that note, let's get out of here and say ta-ta. Ta-da, Fare thee well, Jamapool. Wow.